Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. Howdy, Andrew Sable here. We're just getting ready for a time of humor, analysis, and excitement. Would you like to join us? Then get ready, because you never know what could happen when you listen to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. That was... I can't remember. How, was that... That was... Was that... No, no, it, it was... It was with... It was the first episode. No. No, it couldn't have been. So it couldn't have been with... Hello and welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are here to talk about episode 285, George Under Pressure. That we are. The second episode with George in its title that we have covered in 2021. Yeah, and uh, just uh, the second title that is just describing what's happening. Yeah. Directly. Mm Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. What's what's the word? No miss. Never mind. None of those things. Um, <laughs> this is an episode written and directed by Mr. Paul McCusker, as all of the ones thus far have been. Uh, we'll see if that continues to be the case. I genuinely don't know. Um, it was uh, first aired October 8th of 1994, uh, which was like what five months after the previous episode wow so this is this is the biggest gap all the other ones were like a couple weeks apart Mm -hmm. apart we took a five month gap which was basically like them because like so first one we talked about had hal smith as well yep next two had hal smith parts rewritten for other characters because they were like trying to figure out what to do yeah then they took a bunch of months and like came up with all that plan laid all that groundwork made all that stuff happen and now we're back so like the bernard and eugene road trip yep. happens yep all of that whole album. all of these things right basically an album's worth of material trying to figure out what to do now yep and then we jump back in with this story after kind of that settled this is on album 22 the changing times mm-hmm. which is the album where both jack and jason are introduced yeah, yeah, this is also uh, the Tom for Mayor album. It's which Tom for Mayor, it's uh, Name Not a Number. Wow, what a banger. Yeah. This album. Mm-hmm. Well, because wow. it's it's the, like, Wit's gone, we're replacing him with Jake and, with, with Jake. That's <laughs> that's Jack and Jason's ship name. Yeah. Um, or, Ooh. Wouldn't that just, that, they're, they're let, their names both start with, yeah, but it's the sound of J and the end of Jack. So it's Jake. Okay. Yeah. F- phonetically, that works out. I mean, Jackson would maybe be the other option. But. That's just a normal name. <laughs> so is Jake. No, it's not. <laughs> Jakes aren't real. Do you know a single Jake? If you're a Jake, tweet at Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, uh, let me know you're real. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's just uh yeah, we're 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 kind of uh hitting a particular era of Odyssey and I have 
nothing but good things to say about this era. And uh, if yeah. you have any doubts about that, listen to our coverage of Tom for Mayor. And listen Plug to this that. episode, um, which is uh, possibly my worst nightmare. Oh, like being I am in George's. Position. I am George. Yeah, that's this really episode hard. is me. Yeah, yeah, and it is stressful. No, it's so stressful for me. This episode is like one of the reasons that I low key didn't want to cover the George Barkley <laughs> saga. <laughs> this one and like, there's uh, I... moments in the Pokenberry Falls arc where like George is really upset and just really in a not great place. Where I'm like. Boy, Odyssey, you're really coming for it. Yeah, but, like, I think there will be good stuff to talk about when we get there. Well, I haven't listened to it since I was a child, and it was probably upsetting to me because the characters were upset. Right, Right, but you're, like, the same guy. (laughs) Like, isn't... There's another, like, episode... What's the one that you, like, famously wouldn't listen to that we covered on here and you loved? Oh. Was it a Brandon episode or something? Well, what were I what forget? We... I don't know. There is it a Twilight Zone? Uh, maybe I don't know. All right, I'm I'm probably cutting all yeah, that. But if there's mind. if there's people listening who are like, oh yeah, I, that that episode that Andrew hated, you know, tweet at us, please yeah. <laughs> help us we're, out. Our memory is not as good as yours. Yeah, seriously. Uh, other other context things. I mean, like it's got the Barkley family. It also has Jack Allen. That's it. If you want to there's hear character notes about Jack, listen to one of our episodes that covers Jack. Yeah, there's really not much. Something worth to... noting, I would say, about the cast, Donna sounds so much older in this episode, I feel like, than... Really? I thought like her voice sounds, like, way deeper. But maybe that oh. was just me and listening to it on my phone or whatever, but... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think about it. I was, I was thinking, actually, about the fact that, like, there are moments in this episode where her and Jimmy seem closer in age. Yeah. More than I was thinking about, like, her voice. Because the, the, we talked a lot about how, like, mature Donna is and how great mm-hmm. that is. And this episode puts them on a little bit of similar playing field. Not in a way that I think is bad or untrue. No, But no, just in no. a way that kind of jumped out to me. as like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, we're, we're in the deep waters here and she is also a child. Yeah, yeah. Good to remember. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, I am gonna go ahead and roll the promo then. Roll the promo. Because, yeah, I don't have anything else to say off the top here. So, promo time. Don't blow your top on the next Adventure in Odyssey. George Barclay is on the verge of exhaustion between his work with the church and time-consuming studies at seminary. And then, Donna and Jimmy decide to step in and help, but only make matters worse. Should George give up on his calling to the ministry? Find out next time on Adventures in Odyssey. So when we talked about promos that go for it and that we love, that yes. is what we're that's what I'm talking about. More folks. of that. That's Can like, we get more promos that start with gunshots? That was hilarious. An explosion, some jangly guitar, no clips from the show. No. Just a general set dressing and too much instrumental on the Yeah, end. it was like an explosion. And then it sounded like um, like the Moo Moo Meadows Mario Kart track. And then it sounded like that Mario Kart track ended up in a saloon. 
And then we got, like, the, you know, old guy playing on the harpsichord in the corner thing. And then it went back to the Mario Kart to finish the race. Really phenomenal. Yeah. I, oh, man. Hats off. I want to... Headphones off. I, I'm putting this request out there into the ether because I know... I don't know. We, we have some level of influence. If the man who does these promos is still alive... Yeah. I want to talk to him. I want to thank him personally. <laughs> I just... Like, I, I have to know... What just was like, this like? Yeah, like I just, I just, I don't know. I want to know what it was like doing that job. What, what other jobs he had? Like, what were I, the parameters he was given like, each it would week? Be, you know, it would be cool to interview a writer or an actor on the show. But the guy I really want to get inside the head of is the promo man. Is the promo man, <laughs> sir? Promo. Oh my wow. lord, that was. Whew, we couldn't. We couldn't have asked for anything better, guys. No, I'm so stoked. Especially that because this episode so is so amped. sad. <laughs> That's very fair. So uh, this this episode kicks off with a, what is it, a wit intro? No, and... it's a Tom intro. Oh, it's a Tom intro. And... So the only thing I can think, we don't have George intros. That never ha- That's yeah. never happened. Yeah. And my guess is that they didn't, didn't have, have a Jack intro in the bank at this point. Yeah. So they were like, well, Wit's dead. Tom's <laughs> going to be mentioned. Let's just make it a Tom intro. Because we've weirdly gotten Wit intros every episode up till this point, mm-hmm. despite him only being in the first one. But it's like, whatever. He's the default. Yeah. And then at this point, I imagine they just stopped doing Wit F- intros on this album. Yeah. But they didn't have any other characters in here. And Jack will go on to get intros, mm-hmm. I think. Ah, uh, yeah, I think we've covered... I assume... Jack, Jack intros. But, anyways, at this point, they were just like, I, I, I guess I guess we'd go with a... Uh, I guess we'd go with a Tom intro. Tom, I'm Tom's very name okay is, with it. Is, Tom is notably missing from this episode yeah no he's like not it around is at all. a very clear like he's we on the phone a lot <laughs> we couldn't wrangle like, yeah we couldn't wrangle walker edmonston for this one either because of scheduling or because of budget mm-hmm. so we just went for it and put and, him on and the like phone. we're just like okay everyone's going to be talking to and about tom the um, one-sided telephone call, literally. Also, like, but there also like there isn't a clear spot for Tom to slot in. It's not like they're writing around him as much. No, as it's just like they're trying to establish Jack's role in the town, mm-hmm. but he is not. But Tom is the one they need for the story. Yeah. So they're just kind of striking a middle ground where Jack exists in scenes and Tom is constantly referred to. Well, and this is again, another example of one of those episodes that only has an a plot and like it, uh, is mainly it's centered around the Barclays and in the Barclay house. So that's like where the episode starts. We get the teaser and we get the Barclay dinner, man. Did you listen to that segue? Whew, I'm on it. Um, and, uh, and <laughs> Sir Jimothan Barclay is, is bored with hamburger and we get this like kind of uh you know family dinner banter about them only eating hamburger you know it was the fifth fifth night this week that they're eating and uh and mary's like obviously pinching pennies to make this work and you know because finances are so stressful honestly 
this might be why I'm so stressed about money. Odyssey in combination with my parents. That that might that might be it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get that, and uh, and George has fallen asleep at the table, and um, and Jimmy decides that he's gonna prank his dad and say that it's chicken and so he wakes up and he's like oh oh it's great chicken dear and as a as as a listener i i thought it was actually really funny because i did not see that coming at all it is it is funny mary scolds him the scene then ends with george saying you gotta check out you might want to check with the butcher mary that hamburger or that chicken chicken tasted a lot like hamburger hamburger. and i can't tell if that is george being like i can't tell if george is making a joke or if the show is making a joke at george's expense i was going back and forth both the times i listened to this so seriously is this george going I know what they were doing to me, and so I'm playing along. Ha ha, this is funny. Or is it the show going, look at George. He noticed something wasn't right, but he didn't figure out why. Yeah, no, we need a, uh, we need like an, uh, an eye roll or something like that that we can see so we can tell what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, it's just, it's weird that he's like. He said it so plainly. He's like, I know. You need this, uh, like, which would lead me to think that they're making the joke at his expense. It. Yeah, but you it was, can't really. No, but it was the the <laughs> right the the thing the thing I would say is that whoever was well, I mean, we know who McCusker wrote that. Yeah, and then didn't direct Chuck Bolte as to whether or not it was in like he was yeah. in on the joke or not, and so he just played it like ambiguous, and so it's just left ambiguous in my mind. Like there is That's a fine. way to play it both sides yeah and the episode struck neither and it's not that big a fault but because we are making this show yeah i feel like i gotta point out the fact that it's weird no it is weird and it was really funny and i definitely noticed it and i was i'm glad you brought it up because i was confused by that too um but yeah so we get a we get the phone call he gets drug away from the table answers the phone yeah and it's just setting up george's like that he's being run thin. Yep. Because he wakes up and Mary's like, well, if you're so tired, like go sleep. And he's like, I can't, I've got all this stuff mm-hmm. to do. Yep. Which is the theme of this episode. I've got all this stuff to do. And then he gets more stuff to do. And yeah. And that's like, that is what the intro to this episode, basically he's in seminary. They're super poor. Like that's, that's the first scene of this, this episode. Um, yeah. I and mean, we get some not, really like... wonderful transition music here uh yeah. which i really loved yeah oh so so right so the the phone call that you mentioned yeah is tom calling yep aforementioned tom mm-hmm. and asking george to run the bible study at emma's house because the pastor can't we assume this is emma douglas yeah yet again <laughs> must be must be she's one of the four people whose names we know also even though we know starts, everybody's name as soon as we meet them. <laughs> it starts the problem of this episode for me, which is why, oh why, did they not choose to give the pastor a name? I don't know. I have, there's no, there. Did that with click the, on you have, at all when you were listening to no. it? So it didn't, 
the first time I listened through, okay. and then the second time I was being driven insane. insane. Like, what is the fact that thing? they are talking about this the man pastor. who is in the hospital? He had a heart Jack, attack. Jack later asks, like the pastor, how how is the pastor doing? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's so it's so weird. You gotta like like just like. Call him like Pastor Reverend or something. Like pull a real forest <laughs> mountain on him, <laughs> which I think could be really. Pastor Reverend is really funny. Pastor Reverend's in the hospital. Oh, Rest man. in peace. Yeah, it um, is. So the, it is the two the two things that on the second <laughs> listen graded on me are them always calling him Pastor. Yeah, and them always referring to George's calling to. The ministry? Yeah, what is the ministry? <laughs> I don't know. Christians who grew Christians up in, in other the... parts of the world, like is that... like other parts of the US, like, is this a thing? Write to us and let us know if you've ever heard it being referred to as the ministry. I wasn't alive when this episode came out. If right. you were constantly like, like, like maybe maybe this was a thing. And like maybe that's how they talked about just, it in like the eighties. <laughs> it's just so Yeah. It's just so funny. That they are constantly referring to the ministry. The it Ohio sounds, State University. Right, it, sounds, <laughs> it sounds like weirdly ominous. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The pastor. Or, I don't know. The like, ministry. Yeah. It just. Versus. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. It, it was funny and I wanted to call attention to it. Oh, I appreciate it. And yeah. Next time you listen to this episode, think about the fact that they just constantly say <laughs> pastor and the, the ministry. ministry. <laughs> the ministry of the Lord. Um, the ministry of silly walks. Jack. So basically then the next scene is uh, what? Jack and Jimmy and Donna at wit's end. Uh, and they're, yeah, Jimmy and Donna are talking to Jack. And this is where, this is where I wrote down that Donna sounds so much older. And mm. it's really cool. Like, like you were saying, they, they don't really distinguish the kids at ton this episode from each other but it goes to serve the greater plot because like you know the plot is them being unified as a family right and and functioning and making sacrifices accordingly yeah Um, the wiki lists this episode's theme as family togetherness oh really well that makes a lot of sense yeah I don't know. They they do go above and beyond to differentiate Donna and Jimmy in this scene, though, because Donna orders chocolate ice cream, whereas Jimmy orders vanilla. Yes. And, and Jimmy after is asking right. about hamburger ice cream, which was like a weird joke, like he was terrified hamburger was going to show up again. Yeah, but it's once again where the line reading's not quite yeah, right. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> where he's like, I think the way that David Griffin's playing it is as though he is making a joke to his sister. Mm-hmm. I think the way it's written is that he is like terrified at the prospect of hamburger ice cream. Yeah. And there's this weird juxtaposition where it doesn't quite it doesn't come do out either. Right? <laughs> where he's like, you don't have hamburger ice cream. Like, he sounds like he's over it. Yeah. Which I don't like he's think he's already the had place. hamburger ice cream. Whereas, like, Donna nails the Rocky Road joke. Yeah. Where yeah, Jack's she's... like, we're having a special on Rocky Road. And, and Donna's like, we're already we're on. on. We're on a Rocky Road. And then Jimmy's like, do we have any? Do you guys have hamburger ice cream? And Jack's like, no. 
And he's like, oh, well, thank goodness. <laughs> and you're like, what? Okay. And and then just the all of that is to set up Jack's wit moment of being like, I don't get it. So what's going on with you guys? And then like, yeah. they can have their thing. Oh, and yeah. Like, no, I think delightful. I think the jokes almost work, which is like the weird thing. Maybe that's how kids talk, though, because I feel like with children, they they connect nine out of the ten dots as far as humor is concerned. It's just the it's just the tenth that they really have a hard time with. That explains why your humor doesn't always work on me, Andrew. Yeah, that's because I'm a child. I, I really am. I it's astonishing to me how little I have changed. <laughs> Uh, in certain respects as far as like my interests are concerned he's uh, still doing an adventures and odyssey podcast in the year of our lord 2021 yeah when did we start this 2018 yeah wow another time all right another <laughs> place. um yeah so this is uh basically when jack then provides the advice of oh well when i was super busy you know my family kidnapped me and yeah we did something fun and they they just forced me to relax because i got so caught up in it and and i'm glad that worked for you jack yeah and wow he is so like the minute they said that that stressed me out i was like wait but what if he has something to do (laughs) like he's got papers due. this is school (laughs) i think i think it's also like my assumption is that in jack's circumstances the reason it worked is that he was in a thing of stressing himself out over something that wasn't as big. Yeah. Like, I have the, I get the feeling that Jack was, like, worked up over little things or, like, constantly preoccupied with something that didn't matter. Whereas George is in a situation of being, like, this stuff is, like, almost life or death. Well, no, yeah, that's like that's how school is, where it's like you just kind of don't get to decide anything, <laughs> like yeah. as far as what your schedule is or whatever. You just you just kind of have to work with what they give you, right. and what work with what you can get. But yeah, and I it also like Jack is slightly abdicated, and that like it doesn't he doesn't make a point to offer this as advice for George. Mm-mm, no, but he also does nothing to discourage it and the fact that he is talking to children is setting up like oh obviously they're going to go for this yeah and the children are like wow this is such a great idea like he should know better but also he's getting his start he hasn't been wit very long yet no yeah he's 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 got to figure it out yeah the other thing though that he does do really well in this scene is like talking about all the stresses that like He's got some sympathy for all the stresses that George is under. Yeah. And he makes a great point about, like, he's like, you know, he's starting, George is starting from a disadvantage of being so much older and this being like a second career for him. He's probably like having, feeling like he's got to compete with all these kids who are younger or with all these students who are younger and more knowledgeable than him has got to be like an added stress. And I'm like, you make a great point, Jack. Yeah. Well, well done. That's like good insight. Yeah, no, he he does make a really. I think that he does a really good job of like helping the kids like imagine their dad a little bit more as a human. And like, I don't know. I think we've talked about it on the show before, where like you know, the moment you imagine your parents as just people that are living their lives and trying to figure out uh, 
they are do. adults doing their best. Yeah, they're adults <laughs> doing their best. Like, unlike, they're not just some ethereal figure that always knows the right thing to do. Uh, yeah, it, it really helps and benefits the relationship. And, like, I think it does serve the purpose of bringing Donna and Jimmy together in this. Um, which is then what we get in the next scene, right? Which is him them coming home and talking to Mary about it. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, th- this continues with the unfortunate theme of uh, this series, which is, boy, Mary's not written great. She has a good moment later. She does. That's she the has thing. a really great is, moment later. Is, but this is not a good Mary moment is, right here. This is the problem with her. Is every episode I have to be like, look, she is underwritten. It is not great. But also, there's this one moment that kind of rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, it's you like, know what? We just have to you know understand that people can be complex. And, yeah. Well, and then people are complex, and characters are complex, and the you and know writers aren't perfect. Well, and yeah, and like we don't see as much of Mary as we could have because the show has never been about the parents. It's always been about the kids interacting with the parents. You know. Yeah. Like, like, very, very rarely is it about the parents. And then here it is, but it's more about, you know, more focused on the family. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. It's never just about the parents. Yeah, yeah. It's always about the kids or the family. Exactly. So we get... It's Jimmy and Donna convince Mary mm. to convince their mom to get to do this whole thing to get their dad some time off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to surprise him. It's going to be great. And they're, like, trying to figure out how they're going to dupe him. And we get, uh, like, there's going to be a sale on Greek textbooks at Holstein's Books to, to, to bait him, which is, like, okay, great. And they tied it in, made a kind of a joke about uh, him being in seminary. There's, they talk about Greek a lot in this yeah. show. Hey, it's Greek to him. I guess, yeah. I, I wonder if Paul McCusker went to... Bible college or really hated Greek. If you're listening, Paul, Mr. McCusker, um, tweet at me. <laughs> Let me know if you hate Greek. Um, so, yeah. So she then goes to talk to George. He is uh, not working on homework. In fact, he is paying bills. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing so much, something so much more fun. Yeah. And they're basically, you know we get this great. Uh, and by great, I mean super stressful scene where he's looking at the money and being like, there's just not enough here. And then he's trying to figure out how to make it work. And yeah. to be honest with you, he does a very good job of just immediately being like, well, this is how we're going to cut spending and blah, 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 blah. He does. He unfortunately, like, talks down to Mary in oh, yeah. doing it in oh, a yeah. way that is Like, a hush huge women, bummer. I have my money. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's weird the amount of just like because i don't know mary doesn't come off great in this scene even though like on paper it kind of works it's just it's her i think the problem is that like on its own maybe this wouldn't be such a problem but the fact that this like keeps being her thing is what makes it tough but it is it's her talking about like 
oh, but we're already doing so much. And like, I don't know what else I can do, but it comes off kind of like whiny. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so hard. And my just feeling, I just was, I was on her side. I was like, yeah, man, they're doing a lot. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you want. Well, what you want me to say. I thought that George was the one that was like, sounded like he was really whiny and tired and just being like, but like he yeah. sounded like he was dysregulated. Like it's, he wasn't coming at it's it. It's him. Place. Right. It's him being like overbearing and like, yeah. Yeah. I it's don't not, know. it's it just, not cash it, money. That's for it's sure. Not, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to put my finger on what doesn't quite work, but, but I don't love it. It's okay. And, but she will shut him up later and we'll talk about yep. it and we will cheer. Well, I will. No, I, 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 I will. <laughs> When it happened, bro, I was, I was prepping. Yeah, I was like, great. "Whoa!" Yeah. Um. So in this scene, though, she throws out this harebrained scheme mm-hmm. uh, to, get to get George to a haircut. Yeah, a free haircut. You know, we've been pinching pennies. I've been doing the best I can. I, you know, I even got a she friend. She sells it. Oh, she does. Such she a sells good job. it so well that I think it might actually be evil. No, it was a problem. Like, <laughs> I, li- I genuinely thought she had gotten them free haircuts. And then only a second later was I like, oh, wait, that's the joke. That's 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 the joke about like, the Holstein's books. Okay. We're kidnapping him. It's fine. Right. It, it is. It is that thing where it's like, at what point are you like, is your deception cruel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was cold. And I feel like this might be the point. Well, and- it's like the classic sitcom she, thing where it's the, like casual abuse of your but like, spouse. The, the point at which it crosses over for me is the, is when she mentions an older lady in the congregation who has been talking trash about George's hair. And yep. I'm like, all right, you didn't have to go for the jugular, ma'am. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot that she said that. And that yeah. was in context. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. She's so, like really manipulating her husband right now. And yeah, I mean, yeah. You and know, then, George, if you actually took care of yourself and you weren't so tired all the time, maybe you would be able to recognize it, you know? Hey, Andrew. <laughs> listen to your own advice, sir. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I am you're doing well now, but this fall, boy, this fall was so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be better in the spring, I promise. <laughs> All right, you better. Otherwise, I'll sign you up for a haircut. <laughs> oh, wait—is that you gonna kidnap me? Yes, that's that's what that means, Andrew. That is now the slang we use to talk about kidnapping. Taking you around back and giving you a haircut. Right. Pass the henny. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, throw you into an escape room and suck out all the air. And just traumatize you, but not actually kill you. Right. And it'll all be for the greater good. Yep. So <laughs> George doesn't want to do this. He's like, I've got to study. I've got responsibilities with the church. Which is very reasonable. Mary then like quadruples down and yep. just like drags him. And he's yep. like, all right, I'm not, I'm going to take my books and do it on the ride. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, George, you don't need to take your books. And, and then so he she doesn't. demands on driving. Right. And George and is like, why would you drive? And you're like, so pregnant, you could barely reach the steering wheel. Okay, pregnant ladies can drive just fine. Just Also, saying. I'm glad that the show acknowledges where Mary's like, 
yo not cool and he's like yeah okay that was bad yeah okay. like I'm, I'm i'm really happy that that yeah. interaction ends that way because whew, yeah um yeah george yeah. really boy you want to you want to make life rough for yourself, make fun of your pregnant wife. Right. And oh, it yeah. never ends well. We didn't talk about it, but when Jimmy is trying to get Mary to disclose what is in the casserole, I was like, oh no, this had better not be another craving joke. And then it wasn't. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I just that- remembered <laughs> this show, this specific episode, I credit to like why I think of hamburger when I think of poor people. <laughs> word that's weird because yeah i've never thought about that i don't know it's just like one of those things that i guess you know what i always think of margarine because of matilda she goes to the teacher's uh house uh and is like wow the teacher's so poor she can't even afford butter she's got to use margarine Margarine. and i was like okay apparently that's what poor is (laughs) it's having a house all for yourself but having margarine Yep. <laughs> Real estate in France was dirt cheap in like the 1980s. book set in France? Yeah. Matilda? Wow. I thought so. I mean, I believe you. Or maybe I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I think I might be wrong. Okay. I mean, Madeline was set in France. That's what I was <laughs> thinking of. <laughs> Madeline, I'm Madeline. Oh my gosh. What a... So yeah, this is not talking about Odyssey anymore. (laughs) So they're in the car and then they finally reveal that like, oh yeah, we are kidnapping you for a (laughs) picnic and George is so stressed and I am so stressed for him. It is, this scene is brutal. And Chuck Bolte's voice acting is incredible. I am, I am amazed by how real and visceral the second half of this episode is allowed to be. Yeah. I kind of, I understand why this traumatized you a bit as a child. Like, yeah. I kind of can't believe that this was put on, like that Focus on the Family put this episode out with as like heavy as it gets. And just like the, it was stressful in not like a action and explosions way, but in like a, your worst nightmare where like right. everything is falling apart and like it's, you're too yeah. you went from being happy to being too poor to like right. eat and having to move and, and leaving everybody and it's it's the but the thing that stressed like so the the being like oh man I would hate to be George right now stressed me out mm-hmm. but the thing that was just kind of like shockingly real was like the disunity in the family and George, like, questioning everything. Yeah. And it was, it's really well written. Mm-hmm. But, like, wow, I was not expecting how heavy it was going to get. No, it got so heavy. And so, yeah, and so this is where, like, they're they're he in the like, park, and George just, like, can't have fun. And Jimmy's like, do you want to come play ball with me? He's like, I can't. You know, I don't want yourself to or do whatever. it by yourself. And Jimmy's like, well, I sh- well I sh- we should have brought normal. And then George just goes off. On the dog, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's so, it's so and, tough. Yeah, and then literally like, Jimmy I responds by going, maybe I should play catch with my sh- myself. And yeah. that's like, that the is... The levity that we needed. Like, it's a, it's a good joke. No, no, that's like what I would do as a kid, though, where I was just like, uh, something's happening here adults are talking i leave now right. like yeah. i will go play catch by myself 
But yeah, so yeah, George is like, man, we, we should get rid of the dog. We're spending so much on dog food. We have no money. We're going to have to get rid of the house. Like, I'm spiraling. Yeah, no, no, it's it's true. And, and, and that's then, the thing where it's like, the interesting thing about this episode is that there's two, there's, it is, it is all one plot, but there's two sides of it because there's two lessons to be learned, right? George learns how to take care of himself and share responsibility with other people. He learns how to say no and set boundaries. Yep. And the family learns how to support somebody during a really tough time yeah. is not by forcing them to be happy, but just supporting them and loving them and... Um, it recognizing is, that them being a healthy person is what's going to make them happy. You just hit on the thing that is like, that didn't click for me until now, but is huge. Is like, I don't know if I can think of another episode where we had two opposing sides and the solution was in the middle. Yep. And both a situation sides where both something. sides were wrong. Yep. And both learned from it. Yeah. And it, as we'll discuss as we get to the end of it, it almost wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. it it didn't... Well, it didn't drive home... Like, this is where... Like, I, I think it gets there. But yeah. I think it does it... I mean, it does it, it at literally the last possible second of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the... Yeah. We... It's... The... the Part of this scene that I think is just amazing in how it's being played mm-hmm. is Jimmy and Donna starting to get, like, snippy mm-hmm. and being smartasses in yep. a way that, like, I really, like, that feels real. Yeah. And just this this back and forth that they have with their dad where they're just kind of, like... Yeah, they're sarcastic and they're over it and they're disrespectful. And George calls them on it and they're like apologetic. Like they know that yeah. thing where like you know you're out of line, but you just like feel like you got to get the dig in. Mm-hmm. Well, that and Mary Mary calls George in the scene, right? Like, doesn't she call him on how he's reacting? Like, because George kind of has a temper tantrum here, and then Mary responds by being like. I think we're all just tired and we need some time. Yep. Well, no, what happens is, right, George has his, like, temper tantrum, says, like, I guess nobody, none of my family supports me. Yeah. What about you, Mary? And she gives the Mm non-answer of, I think we're, like, emotions are running high and we all just need some time. To which I saw as an absolute win, because in my family... If you continue that discussion, it no longer is productive. Like, if you try to have that con- discussion while everybody's emotions are so high. I, I don't think that's just your family, buddy. No, yeah, yeah. Like, that's how... I just mean, how I think life works. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true of non-family relationships <laughs> yeah. quite a bit as well. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm such a firm believer in sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and, and being rested and hydrated. Uh, but yeah, no... Uh, and I like what I was saying earlier about this not being a terrible Mary episode where so she started out being bad. This is like the middle ground and then we get the the fruition later. Yeah. Um, but is there anything else you want to talk about this scene? Before? The only thing I want, other thing I want to hit on in this scene is is that there is thunder in the distance and you keep thinking like, 
oh, this is where, like, this the is going to be... Gonna right, happen, there yeah. literally, it's going to literally be rain on the thing, and then it doesn't, and it's weird, and then the rain happens later in the episode. <laughs> what a strange note. <laughs> it is. It's just, it's just bizarre in, yeah, just the staging, where I'm like, was this, like... Was there a part that was cut yeah. of, like, the rain starting in that scene that they oh. were then, like... Because the rain then continues the rest of the episode. Yeah. And they're, like, seem to be setting it up with thunder. But maybe they weren't. Maybe it's just there as a red herring and they're trying to stress me out even more. Because I'm then like, this episode. oh, man. Then it's going to dump rain. And then George is going to be fully justified in this and is going to be able to be even more pissy. And, like, it's yeah. going to be such a... Like, oh, yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, no rain yet. Yep. <laughs> so they then, right, we're back at the house. Yep. And, and George uh, is off the phone, like, it comes back in, the Tom. phone's ringing, it's Tom. Yep. He's he's like, yeah, I was, sorry I couldn't, like, you couldn't get a hold of me, I was out with my family. Mm-hmm. The pastor has had a heart attack, pastor needs Reverend. bypass surgery. Yeah. Pastor <laughs> Reverend's had a heart attack, he needs bypass surgery. Yeah. Um. So George is going to go to the hospital. Yep. Um, yeah, he's going to go to the hospital to support, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense because, you know, that's a really scary, hard thing. Yeah, uh, and it's your co-worker and you're yeah. also kind of next in command. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just, yeah, it makes sense. But he gets pulled board. away. And, and... Go for it. Oh, I... No, no, you... Oh, I was just saying, in this moment, it was very much... It felt to me like... Uh, who was it... Was it Jack that talked to them before, or was it Wit that was talking to him before about like sharing their dad with other people and how hard that was going to be? And he's talking it about is sharing. Yep. Yeah. And he says like you're going to have to like be sharing your father. Like he's going to become a father to a lot of other people. Yeah. And like it's, really it's going to be a new moment. dynamic. Um, I mean not a not a fun moment, but like that's where. I was like, oh, this is really cool that this is where we're getting to see this arc develop, um, where they are actually losing him now. Like, right. he was with them, and then he got a phone call, and he was gone. And this episode, I guess, is kind of dealing with that, and yeah. in the more meta sense. Um, but then we get, what, it cuts to George coming well, back to wit's end right? yeah yeah so george will go to wit's end but there is that moment where mary grabs the kids and they go oh, into the family yeah, yeah, room yeah, yeah, to pray yeah. yes yes because he says that my fam me and my family will be praying and then he leaves and jim and jimmy and don are like oh yeah, well, now what do we do and the and mary's like well your father said we were gonna pray so like that's what we're gonna do yeah. and uh and it's a good moment like yeah at, you know it's less in my mind. I, I see it less as him doing what George said, and more so just doing the right thing in that moment. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. Then the next scene is um, George showing up at Wit's End to tell to ask Jack if he can cover his Sunday school class because mm-hmm. he's got to pick up more responsibilities because Pastor Reverend is in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Which was a great. It was a great idea. Tom suggested it to him, and right. this is like. This is the beginning of the George figuring out what he actually needs to do to not be so miserable. Um, I mean, he doesn't figure it out, though. Like, no, his not solution really. is like, oh, I have to abandon ship. But I love... I, oh, his, his solution is, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not sure if I know that I want to do this right. anymore. Like, it's costing it me is... so much 
things are not working and jack is so responds yes so well. i i love this he conversation do, down to him yep. he just speaks his own experience and right say and what you have to say because yeah well and it's just it's george finally opening up mm-hmm. admitting like that while he didn't enjoy the picnic, it highlighted the fact that, like, he has been distant from his family and it's yeah. really, like, getting to him. And he feels like he's kind of losing his family for, like, this thing that he thought he was called to do. But if I'm, like, called to do this and I'm losing my family as a result, like, was it really my calling? Mm-hmm. And, like, wrestling with that and saying, like, you know, he's got the all these doubts. He's been in this constant cycle of studying, working at the church, sleeping. Like, that's mm-hmm. all he, his time's been up. His family, he feels like he's, like, losing as a result. And he has this amazing moment of, like, I can't believe the show let him go there. Of just saying, like, I, like maybe I made a mistake in all this. Maybe God made a mistake. And that is not addressed. No. Like, they just let him throw that out there. Let him word vomit that maybe God made a mistake. And I immediately thought that Jack was going to be like, well, God can't make a mistake. Right. (laughs) And and I think, like, nowadays that would absolutely happen. Like, modern day wit would not let that just hang there. Yeah. But I love it because... So there's this thing that I... If you're a person who's in my life... You've mm-hmm. heard me talk about all the time, which is the idea of like in like Christian f- faith and community being open and honest with each other and not just saying the thing that you know is the correct thing to say. Yeah, exactly. And like the church is really bad at that as oh, a yeah. whole. Oh, yeah. And I would say like as an extension, you I would fully expect this to not do it well Mm -hmm. but they let george say what he is truly feeling and it's not responded with a correction a scolding Mm -hmm. a well actually Mm -hmm. in the way that like like that is what keeps people from saying that sort of thing from being real yeah in any sort of community group is like the knowledge that like people are going to be like if I'm vulnerable with you, they will recognize, like... They're going to correct me and tell me that I'm doing this wrong. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. that what I'm saying is wrong, but it's also how I'm feeling and I need to be real mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. And I just... It was amazing in it's this a, scene yeah. to have George be allowed to do that. To have him say, maybe God made a mistake, knowing in his heart that that is not true. Mm-hmm. And the show doesn't correct him they let him be like this is honestly how he is feeling we are gonna let i felt that way so many times in my life where it's like i felt like i knew what god wanted for me to do in the moment and then i was like well either i made a mistake misinterpreting it like i i never thought that well like i'm i don't know for me personally i've never really been like oh god makes mistakes and stuff like that like i've always just been like Clearly, I just messed this up. Clearly, right. I just I'm a I'm I'm a big right. big silly idiot, and I misinterpreted the signs. And like maybe it was a good idea, but not the right timing, or for whatever reason. And right. 
listening it's, through this the first time, you, like, you kind of trip the thing of, like, what's the will of God in this situation? And that's where I was perceiving that, like, the hammer was going to come down and it right. was going to be like, no, God right. can't be wrong. Right. Because but he gave him a human. He can be not, a human. It's not about whether or not God can be wrong. It's about, or whether or not George believes that. It's just about him being, like, Upset. open and honest. <laughs> yeah. And, like, not being chastised yes. for having a thought yeah. that is goes against christian doctrine or whatever like i that that dichotomy is so good in being like we don't need to point out that this man just like yeah. said something that the majority of people would say is heretical no no like, yeah it was so it doesn't well matter because it's what he is feeling mm-hmm. and i just that there's this disconnect for me so often between like what you are honestly feeling and what you are able to say out loud because you know the repercussions. And so just, yeah, Jack doesn't, he doesn't correct it. He, because in that moment, when you make that correction, you're assuming um, a sort of moral responsibility to right other people's wrongs. Right. And that is where the judgment would come into place and people feel uncomfortable. Um, and, and a, Jack doesn't like that's a very classic just like being distant enough to hear something that's happening and and internalize it and speak into it in a way that isn't um isn't giving direct commands or right. expectations but just right. providing context um so that they can better understand uh a solution yeah. or the solution right and know? it's about knowing you have a relationship with the person yeah and if this is a thing that they believe that is coming up over a period of time having a conversation with them but not in the moment while they're heated being like no what you just said is wrong <laughs> right. yeah and like you need to make like i need to correct you on that mm. which is like a stumbling well it just yeah it's just this thing that i constantly see happen and drives me up a wall and yeah so, like i love it's very very upsetting I love that, when yeah. i see that um love so this is, doesn't he leave this scene planning on giving up a little bit kind of He's because just, he comes home yeah and he, he will right he doesn't it doesn't vocalize it in the scene yeah jack is just like you know here's some like jack says his bit and george is like I can tell, like, what you're saying is good counsel, but mm. I am too exhausted to hear it. Yeah. And he leaves. And he walks home in a thunderstorm mm-hmm. because there's the rain. Of course. And uh, sits down and the family's gathered up. They're like, we've got something to talk about. And George mm-hmm. is like, no, I must go first. Yeah. It's like, I've had something to say, too. And then Mary is like, nope. We're talking. Well, no, but George oh, does later. say his thing. Oh, that's right. He George says he... first is like, I am like, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to lose you if I keep doing this. I am going to, like, I am done with this. I don't know what wires got crossed that I thought that this was what God had for me, but it mm. can't be because it is too much. Yeah. Um. And then, and then the family all takes their turns, like kind of chastising him. And it's Mary saying, like, you know, oh well, like I didn't expect that at all. And mm-hmm. and Jimmy saying, like, ah, I didn't know my dad was a wimp. <laughs> and then Donna being like, well, look, we've got something to tell you. 
and George is like, oh, look, look, I don't, I don't, or I think Donna says like, oh, well, that's like the opposite of what we came to. Yeah. And George is like, what do you mean? And Donna's like, or Mary's then like, you know. came to the opposite conclusion. Yeah. And she starts to talk and George is kind of jumps in and she's like, no, you will listen. Yeah. No. And it's like, great. Yeah. It's a really awesome moment because he gets super excited and wants to kind of go back to the way that it was at the beginning where he was at the head of it and he was doing all this all on his own and and he's and still he, stressing out about and it. Like, he's still stressing as, out as about she it. lays out all of the things all the reasons and the things that he needs to continue doing he's like it's not gonna work it's not gonna work and she's like no you listen it will it, work. it will work and actually like we have reasons why it will work one yep. like we're just going to rally around you. We need to be more supportive of yeah. you. That means, like, when you have a moment, like, savoring it and, like, mm-hmm. like using time to relax but not forcing it on you. Yeah. Um, and Listening to your needs. Yeah. Supporting you when what you need is help to get through what you're going through and, like, giving you – providing time for you to take care of yourself by just loving you well, giving you the ability to take care of yourself. Um, and then, right. And then he's like, you know, it, it, yeah. So the theme that we, we, and this is partially my bad that I, we skipped over with the Jack scene was whenever we're tested, God's always with us. Right. Right. There, you know, the idea that there is no challenge They're They're facing this challenge. There's no challenge that God can bring into your life that he doesn't equip you to overcome. And so like, that doesn't mean it's easy. No, it doesn't mean it's easy, but it just means that, like, there is, you know, the only way out is through. Yeah, yeah. And, well uh, put. Yeah. And the, oh, it's, there is. It's this really. Great, the, 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 I think the best thing Mary says during this mm-hmm. is when she is just like, no one made a mistake in this. I was with mm-hmm. you while you were like wrestling through this. We thought through this stuff together. Mm-hmm. You didn't make the wrong call. Yeah. Like what we discerned was God's will mm-hmm. is not, was not wrong. Yeah. It's going to be tough, but like we're on the right path. Yeah. And I just love that reassurance from her. It's so good. It's so strong. Mm-hmm. And then like she gets to pull the whammy of just like we went to the hospital. We talked to Tom. Here's what's going to happen. Like yep. you get a raise. You're you're getting your salaried now. You're going to be like interim pastor yeah. while th- the pastor yeah. is in the hospital and just recuperating. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because Tom's head deacon so he can make that call. Yeah. Sure. Of course. Also, Tom is on the board of El- or the yeah. the board of directors for the seminary, yeah. which he in no way seems qualified for. No, That's not at just, all. They just needed to write that in. They, they could have. They just had said, to address the school stuff. Why not just say, Tom knows the board of directors yeah, yeah. at the seminary. Yeah, Tom is knows influential at- in this community. But I'm like. Tom, talk to an academic advisor because literally the outcome of this is just saying that he has uh, time to study or like a, right. some learning. Right. Like they're they're going to work with him. It'll be some sort of, you know, work some study thing with the fact that he yeah. is going to like the church. He's also like George isn't seemingly on any sort of 
timeline that he has to get his classes done by so he no. can definitely scale things back yeah um and then yeah it's and then he's like you know this isn't gonna make all this like easy and they're like yeah but like we're we're here for you we'll get we'll, through it yeah well like we're gonna do it together and then they they go for some uh, anything else you wanted to say no no oh, okay. no they go for sundays at wit's end sundays so but nice. as they leave the phone starts ringing yeah and they walk out and george is like i'll just ring yeah and then it keeps ringing mm-hmm. and george comes back in and picks it up yeah. and like he's like okay like i'll like the person somebody's basically like you know we need something yeah and george is like okay i can come out tonight and then he's like actually can it wait till tomorrow afternoon and it is it is yeah i was spending some time with my families right it's the moment the episode needs to show that like oh things are different on george's end as well he was at fault during this episode like he was he has not come out with a clean slate it's not just oh all the family needs to be better for him it's also like he needs to like prioritize his family he can't always just be taking everything that comes at him at full blast like he needs to learn how to manage margin yeah and And set boundaries for his life and jobs and stuff because like i i get it being in like going into the service industry and stuff like that when you want people to ask you for stuff and then people ask you for stuff it's really 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 hard to say no right and i you know uh not everybody's like that but for me i have such a hard time with it um and it's 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 a really good moment to show like you're right this is what he needed to especially yeah when you feel like you are the only person or even just the best person to do something exactly to turn it down yeah when when you feel like somebody is asking you to do something because either a it's your responsibility or b you're the most equipped like you're the most well equipped like it's so hard to say no but they do a really good job and and that's what the episode yeah. goes on and he was so, it goes out with him saying well all right lord it's only by your strength yeah so the thing i want to point out though courtesy of the official guide about that final moment mm-hmm. it was not in the script the episode was supposed to end with him going in answering the phone and being separated from his family Really? That was how the episode was written to end. Chuck Bolte, voice of George <laughs> Yo, and Ethan on the pro on the show, came in and was like, "Look, I've got a different take," and they went with it. And it is the ending the episode needs. Yeah, it's. Why would he leave? That would be so much worse. <laughs> it was literally like the official guide is writes like. This was a suggestion in the studio. Like, they had recorded the other version, and Chuck Bolte was like, look, can we try this? Yeah. And it's... the I, I understand that the point they were trying to make in the original version is, like... He was things, equipped, now things he can are, go out. Well, he was equipped, equipped, he can go out. But also, like... Just because they did this doesn't mean things get to be easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Bolte's move here is brilliant for all the reasons we just said. Yeah, it's and actually think, the good like, dad move. And I think that it, right, it should be, like, stated. That's so crazy, though. That, yeah, 
that he needs to be able to say no to a request sometimes. Yeah. And this isn't even Especially a flat out no. This is just like, uh, oh, can I wait till tomorrow? And the person's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's such an important moment here. I think it is the perfect ending for all the reasons we've said. And it is amazing that it was not part of the plan. Yeah, that is crazy. But I'm I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm really happy with the episode I'm that we got. Sure. And, you know, yeah, good on him. I... I... <laughs> This episode is really involved in, like, family dynamic stuff. No one... Yeah. Now that makes a lot of sense, because obviously, you know, I'm a family person, and you are as well. Yeah. So it would make a lot of sense that this episode that would feel like a worst nightmare. <laughs> right, well, yeah. And, well, I also just, like, the, the thing of being, like, I'm not a... I don't... I'm not a huge fan of, like, surprises or, like, that lack of control. Yep. And so I'm just, like... That would be so stressful to be like, I have a million things on my agenda and, and I'm being the world is forced falling. into yeah. this. And like, I want to be a good sport because it's good intentions and it's my family, but I am so stressed out that I start lashing out and now like everything sucks. They're teaming up on me. Like we all hate each other. Like that is, that is the terrifying. nightmare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is, that is a nightmare. Um, but do you have anything else you want to say about this episode, Dylan? I don't think so. No, I, I just, think we it, talked about it a lot. And it's I think it's so good. Yeah, I think the second half of this episode is so good. I I think, I don't know. I think the episode is, yeah, it's, it's weirdly balanced in that, mm-hmm. like, I think some things are incredibly well written and other things I was just like, eh. Well, it feels like it's kind of, it didn't. Yeah, I it, it it was written more like more like real life and less like a TV show, if that makes sense. And there are moments where it slips into feeling like a TV show or an audio drama, and then we get the stuff where it just feels like life. And yeah. uh, and you know maybe that's just the balance that Odyssey stri- you know strives to find. But they yeah, they I- definitely. There were definitely moments in this episode where, you know, jokes didn't hit, and we talked about that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, oh, overall, overall. Good feelings. Appreciated it. Oh. Um, yeah. Anything you'd like to plug this week, Andrew? Sleeping. Taking care of yourself. Hey. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's fine. Sleep and self-care. I'm going to second Andrew's plug. There we go. Um, Get your rest, Chalk Squad. The semester starts soon if you're in college. Yeah. And uh, if you're not. Sorry you're back at work after the holidays, but it's a new year, new opportunities, and uh, I'm glad to still be making this this show with you guys. Yeah, me too. And it's so much fun. And we will be back in a week to talk about episode 289, A Call for Reverend Jimmy. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. George Under Pressure was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick. Hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Files.